Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who are you? Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Morning and welcome everyone to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the Super Talk Studios on this Tuesday morning. The sun is shining. Just went out. Uh, it's trying to poke its head out. Yeah, that's uh, that would be welcome news at a minimum. All right, what's the power outage situation look like? Have you looked at that lately? As we left yesterday, we noticed that the numbers were actually coming down from when we started yesterday's broadcast, which would seem to suggest that uh, the power crews, the linemen, etc., were busy. And we are so grateful for their responsiveness and, and for just getting on this thing. Looks like the county with the highest percentage of outages is Pike County. They still have 12,203 out of 20,000 or so out of power. Uh, Amit County is looking at about six or 7,000 without power. Hmm. Wilkinson County, about 3,000 without power. Walthall County, about 3,000 without power. Pearl River County is about 7,000 without power. And uh, those are the, the hardest hit as far as power outages. As far as the state as a whole, there are still 55,271 power outages reported. But I would imagine we will see that number go down dramatically today. Yeah. And we are so grateful uh, for their service. The word in New Orleans, however, with respect to power restoration is, uh, is rather dour. They're, they're talking about a month, three weeks to a month, potentially. Uh, but, you know, it's all hands on deck, and folks have come in from other states as well to assist in those efforts, but catastrophic damage is the way Intergy uh, that covers the service area of South Louisiana and New Orleans described it. Catastrophic damage to their transmission systems, I believe, is the way they termed it. Uh, you had talked yesterday, Rhino, about a tower, right, that fell into the river. Yeah, the main transmission tower that went across the Mississippi River into Louisiana, there were reports that it had fallen into the Mississippi River. I don't know that I've ever heard that with uh, any prior storms coming through. That's just incredible. Yeah, transmission towers going down is a rarer occurrence. Yeah. 
because they're they're actually constructed to they're withstand pretty hefty. yeah certain wind loads. And then there is a report this morning about a highway near Loosedale, Mississippi, which collapsed. It apparently killed two, <laughs> injured ten. That is uh, very disturbing. I believe that's George County, Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken. Said four people, the George County Emergency Management Deputy Directive Debbie Gilbert said four people were transported to George County Hospital and two others who were in critical condition were taken to Stone County, nearby Stone County Memorial, to be stabilized before being taken to a trauma center. Four others walked away, actually refused medical treatment. And this was, of course, uh, yesterday. They absolutely, that part of the state got pounded with torrential rains. Yeah, by the time we got off the air yesterday, it was over 13 inches in some spots. Gosh. So and the they, rain wasn't really stopping at that point. Right. Still more coming through. David in Pascagoula, who was nice enough to give us updates yesterday with respect to the weather in southeast Mississippi in Pascagoula, Jackson County, said... The bridge that washed away last night is right outside of Loosedale on Highway 26 going towards Wiggins, Mississippi. So sorry to see that news this morning. Uh, it's just just looking at uh, some photos of that, really, really devastating. Man. Okay, so we got an update from Mike in Richton. The actual transmission tower did not fall into the river, Okay, but the transmission lines were in the water, so boat traffic came to a halt. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I'm not familiar with the process of restoring power, but it would at least seem on the surface that that's a, a quicker procedure, right, to reconnect power lines, re uh, reinstall them however they do that, terminate them, then reconstruction or repair of a, of a complete tower. So uh, any number of factors could have contributed to the lines themselves falling down, I'm sure. But we, uh, we hope and pray for rapid restoration. I mean, it's hot. That's the other thing. It's hot this time of year, obviously. I remember Katrina. It was just brutal hot and steamy and humid after the storm went through and being without power we are just a, a culture a society that is conditioned to air conditioning which is fine and we don't build buildings anymore in a way that would accommodate natural cooling though climate change folks on the left would love to see us do that you showed me something last week along those lines they want us to all live in pueblo style housing right yeah modern architecture is white supremacy Oh, gosh. Because apparently everything is white supremacy. Yeah. If you're a big enough idiot. <laughs> and you can't help but think about this. Uh, politicians seize on catastrophes and disasters, right, for political gain. I know that's shocking to our audience. But here's what I expect to see. Think about it, folks. This hurricane comes through devastating storm and you've got this massive Bernie Sanders 
$3.5 trillion boondoggle tax and spend measure that's now poised to be debated in the House. And you're going to hear calls. See what happened down in, in the Gulf Coast? we got to pass this thing now. Climate change, it caused that. As if passing that bill will stop hurricanes. I'm pretty sure they blamed climate change on, or they blamed climate change for Katrina, and we haven't had one like that since Katrina. Well, I haven't. I'm not a student of weather from a historical perspective. Pretty sure hurricanes have been going on a long time. Some of the the highest wind speed totals at landfall are still from the late 1800s. Wow. And early 1900s. So, obviously, that wasn't caused by automobiles, air conditioning. I'm sure someone back then was arguing it was because of all the Industrial Revolution. (laughs) Oh, gosh. It... It's kind of disgusting, though, isn't it? Because what you're doing here is you're seizing for purely for political gain on the plight of others, on adversarial situation that others are experiencing. Look, we got to pass climate change. Oh, forget about these gigantic tax increases and this massive expansion of the welfare state. Pay no attention to that. And by the way, the $3.5 trillion, that's only because of the accounting gimmickry. These things are scored on a 10-year basis, and many of those new programs are only included only provided for, only funded in this measure for two, three years. Therefore, they don't score out the additional to equal a full 10 of scoring. It's trickery. It's disingenuous. Because once you put those programs in place, they ain't going away. No possible way. Oh, sorry, your child tax credits expired. Your free community college, you got to start paying. Your free child care, oh, sorry. Your additional Medicare benefits, mm, those are over. That ain't going to happen. These things are permanent. Permanent. You know, in light of the circumstances yesterday in Afghanistan, turn our attention to that, the last military warplane exited the nation of Afghanistan yesterday. I don't believe any civilians were on board, only military personnel, from what I can tell. But folks, the Washington Post, the far-left Washington Post, gave the Biden administration the business. we got to talk about that when we come back. Stephen Westerfield from the Department of Wildlife Fisheries He's on at 10.20. That'll be in the next segment. Jason White at 11.05, Mississippi House of Representatives, Speaker Pro Tim. And then we've got John Oxford from Renaissance Bank at 12.05. We're going to talk about cryptocurrency. We'll be right back.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 86. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, sunny skies, high near 91. And rolling into your Thursday, sunny conditions and cooler, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Experts, 769-237-COOL, or email directly theacexperts at yahoo.com, and on Facebook at AC Experts, or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Have you worked at the same company for multiple years? Always on time, doing what's expected. You were told when you were hired, there was a chance to move up the ladder, but it never happened. Ace Bolt and Screw Company, locally owned and operated since 1969, are looking to hire multiple warehouse techs with opportunities to move up the ladder. Competitive pay, full-time employment, and benefits are available. To apply, email hr at acebolt.net. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino in the studio today. 
And joining us now, Stephen Westerfield, the commander of the Special Response Team at the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. Captain Stephen Westerfield, excuse me, sir. Appreciate you joining us today. Uh, so tell us exactly how MDWFP gets involved in responding to these natural disasters, obviously Hurricane Ida sweeping through the state. How do you guys get involved? What are you doing right now? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, any natural disaster, anything like that, our, our main function is uh, ESF-9, so uh, going to be search and rescue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we... We got the call, uh, started on it Friday, and Saturday we had our uh, 20-man team uh, deploying down here to pre-stage uh, for the Hurricane Ida. Wow. So are you servicing Mississippi, Louisiana, both? Uh, right now, so we've, we've been down here in Harrison and Hancock County, uh-huh. uh, assisting locals here and also Pearl River uh, County. What what are you seeing? What can you tell us about uh, those counties? I know they were fairly hard hit as as well as the uh, counties along the border in the southwest, Pike County, et cetera. Yes, yeah, sir. So the uh, excuse me, the uh, yeah. So the predicted storm, the damage that we were thinking we was gonna get, uh, I just didn't see it down here this time. So I'd say the state was very fortunate for that. Yeah. So, how many people you say you've got deployed? About twenty. So, yes, sir, we have half of our SRT team. So, it's twenty officers down here with me. What do what are their normal occupations and, and roles in the Mississippi Department? Yes, sir. So, their, their normal fun- functions going to be uh, working their assigned counties uh, and day to day operations, and then uh, once a natural disaster or a call for assistance from uh, local counties. And cities, uh, we change gears a little bit and and uh, go answer the call. So this team expects this. They're, they're trained for this, I assume. Is that right, Captain? Yes, sir, absolutely. We train constantly on uh, responding to natural disaster events and search and rescue. That's, that's good to know. And so what kind of assets do they have to aid them in their efforts? So we're, as an agency, we're, we're kind of unique as far as law enforcement is concerned. Uh, with the specialized boats that we have and uh, ATVs, UTVs, just the equipment in general that we have. Uh, so makes it a little easier for us as a department to answer these uh, these events. What are you seeing is the biggest problem? Is it Are there floodwaters, standing water that are making it difficult for folks to, to get out? They're stranded and you guys have to help them? Is it just destruction of property? And they just don't have any a roof over their head or all the above. Yeah, sir. So uh, obviously we did have a, a great amount of rainfall down here, so there is some flooding going on. Uh, the calls for this event's actually uh, down from previous storms, and I'm sure that's from the public listening to uh, the officials' request to to evacuate before the storm. Yeah. So what do the what do people need to know at, at this point in the aftermath uh, as as far as moving about, traveling, things to be concerned about, aware of uh, that that could pose a threat uh, to to their life and limb? Yeah, so I, I would advise them to you know listen to your local officials there, the news outlets, and uh, they're going to advise uh, in their area uh, where the the danger locations are. Right. 
Do, do, and so do you guys coordinate with uh, local law enforcement, emergency management, state, local level as well? Yes, sir, we do. So for this event, we were we had some officers staged at Hancock EOC, uh, the operation center there. And uh, that way we could co- coordinate faster, uh, less phone calls, and, and try to uh, make a response faster, sure enough. And then in Harrison County, uh, same thing, we were... Uh, teamed up with uh, Mississippi Homeland Security's task force and uh, just answering answering the search and rescue calls that came in. Yeah. So do you pull folks, members of this team, are they positioned throughout the state and they come together when you have a disaster in a particular area like we do in, in South Mississippi? Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we have uh, a 40-member team. They're from all over the state. Uh, for this event, you know, a, a hurricane event we try to pull from the north region and the south region and and let the officers that that live down here in the affected zones take care of uh, home life first and uh so yeah every we got people all the way from the mississippi tennessee line down here helping us today wow that's that's fantastic are are you uh, on the ground with them as well are you at uh at a command center uh, sort of orchestrating the efforts Yes, sir. I, I'm here with them. Uh, we we came in Saturday. That's when we pre-staged. Uh, actually, I pulled over on the side of the road to, to speak with y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully, uh, we're going to try to demobilize the unit and get these officers back home safely to their families. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what what do you seeing personally in the in the in the wake of the storm? What does it look like? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so again, I, I believe the, the state as a whole was fortunate. Uh, surely we had some some wind damage and, and flood damage, uh, trees and power lines down and such that, uh, that that comes with these storms. But what I've seen in total, I, I think we, as a state, fared pretty well. Yeah. So you're not seeing any standing water? Or are you seeing trees down, uh, property destruction, roofs missing, et cetera? I haven't seen any roofs uh, in the the locations I've been at. Obviously, standing water. There has been water over some roads. Uh, hopefully, all that is continuing to go down. Uh, yeah. Still had some pretty good rain down here last night. Uh, so, so yeah. hopefully that rain a a stop and and uh, these float waters can recede. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Captain, we appreciate you checking in, and we'll let you get back to it and. Please pass on our, our gratitude uh, for the special response team. Really appreciate all their efforts. Absolutely. We enjoy it. It's our pleasure. Thank you, sir. We'll talk soon. That's Captain Stephen Westerfield, the commander of the special response team at the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. i got to tell you, folks, I didn't know there was such a team. I'm glad to know that and very grateful uh, for their efforts. And it sounds like they're they're position and staged and ready to spring into action whenever stuff like this happens, Does that natural disasters occur. I, I'm really glad to know that and very appreciative uh, of uh, that team. It, it does make sense, though, doesn't it, that that would be part, if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, they've the got agency. boats that can get back into the tiny little fingers off of a river or the little coves off of a lake to make sure the the wildlife is being conserved right and uh, those same vehicles allow them to traverse flooded areas in much the same way ATVs etc oh, yeah. as well so and and they're skilled at operating those and 
have the resources and assets to do that. So I, I'm grateful and, and thankful for their efforts and and just to know such an organization within the department exists. That that is good to know. So just looking at the video here in the studio, some drone footage of Slidell and New Orleans. It uh, lots of roofs obviously gone, lots of trees down. There, there, and one million without power in Louisiana, uh, saying that it could take weeks to restore, fully restore power. The other thing is I just saw a live shot looking down uh, Canal Street from the the point of the river, point of view of the river, looking down Canal Street towards Claiborne, Carrollton. And I was shocked to see that it looks like the, the light standards, the traffic lights, the, the giant palm trees are all still standing. The, the property, just looking down, the buildings look to be okay. There's just no power at this point. I think that's the big problem. And uh, But but sort of on the outskirts, somewhat on the outskirts of town, showing some footage of that, as you move away from the river, lots of more uh, serious damage, it looks to me like. More trees down, power lines, and power poles that are like at a 45-degree angle. So, gosh, let's just hope that uh, folks stay safe and they've got uh, comfort and they've got something to eat, and they got water, and, and can get through this thing as quick as possible and, and get back to normal. That's uh, what we should all hope for and pray for. Golly. It, uh, ben from Madison says, it does sound like Mississippi really did dodge a bullet with the storm. Lord knows our Gulf Coast has been through enough. Totally agree, Ben. And unfortunately, Louisiana was not spared. Uh, there's just no no good situation here other than our folks and our, our um, fellow Mississippians did not bear the brunt of this. We're grateful for that, but we're so sorry and prayerful for our friends in Louisiana. We will uh, take a break right here on the JT Show. Don't forget, Speaker Pro Tem Jason White will join us at 11.05, and then John Oxford from, from Renaissance Bank at 12.05. The JT Show will continue. This is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies, ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home, because we hate termites more than you do. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Whatever Mother Nature dishes out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. 
There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Hey, this is Brad Harbor at the range in Gluckstadt. If you ever found yourself in a life or death situation, do you possess the mental and physical skills needed to survive? We are offering defensive handgun classes taught by someone who actually lived through such a deadly encounter, Dr. Larry Goldstein. If you want to be better able to defend yourself or your loved ones, you can sign up now at rangebyjimmyprimos.com or call us at 601-746-2202 for more information. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Department of Health is reporting an additional 1,111 cases of COVID-19 in Mississippi. The agency did note that today's case numbers are impacted by reduced staffing related to Hurricane Ida. 48 additional deaths are also being reported. There are currently 170 ongoing outbreaks in long-term care facilities. And there were over 100,000 power outages due to Hurricane Ida. But Governor Tate Reeves told Fox and Friends that number has drastically declined. In our state, we had at our peak yesterday 136,000 homes and businesses that were not uh, able to receive power. Uh, That number as of 6 a.m. this morning is down to 59,000. I'm going to tell you these linemen. Uh, I've been out uh, overnight working to get power restored. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. You can text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. So in the first segment to kick the show off, before we exited and had the captain on, Captain Stephen Westerfield of the uh, Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, Parks. Anyhow, I had said that even the Washington Post <laughs> was calling out the president in his handling, or shall we say mishandling, of this situation in Afghanistan. and. The title of the article, it's an opinion article, but of course, it's from the editorial board of the Washington Post, which is one of the most left-leaning newspapers in the country. And the title of the article, America is leaving thousands of people behind in Afghanistan. This is a moral disaster. I got to tell you, I'm, I was shocked. To put it in perspective, this is the same Washington Post that felt the need to fact check. It wasn't $83 billion of military surplus <laughs> equipment. It was 65 Oh, okay. Only 65 So this is an excerpt, a statement from this article. I quote, This is a moral disaster, one attributable not to the actions of military and diplomatic personnel in Kabul, who have been courageous and professional in the face of deadly dangers, but to mistakes, strategic and tactical, by Mr. Biden and his administration. They meant no words. They laid it at the feet of the commander-in-chief. Bravo, Washington Post! Who... Where are the body snatchers that got the editorial board? Bring them back. That can't be the Washington Post editorial board. I was shocked. Absolutely shocked. One of my favorite business journalists, member of the editorial board at the Wall Street Journal, Jerry Baker. His real name, actually, is Gerard. <laughs> same, same spelling. I follow him rather religiously. He penned an article yesterday entitled, Biden's Vainglory Brings Abject Humiliation in Afghanistan. Wow. He's right. It's an absolute incredible article. And he basically says that this whole debacle is, is rooted in hubris. 
I think that's right to a great extent. He said, there's a lot of hubris to go around in the 20 years of American engagement in Afghanistan. And by the way, I think nine members of the armed forces who lost their lives, gave their lives for our freedom, of the total 13 that, that passed away in the deadly explosion that occurred last Thursday, nine. I think we're only 20 years old. They were born. Imagine that. They were born when we began occupation. Born. But were persuaded, inspired somehow to join in this fight, to root out terrorism, and then ultimately paid the price with their lives. All of this is about hubris. That's, our politics is. It's, it's all about what can I say, what can I do, what action can I take for political gain to the point where it feels like that is placed at a higher priority in the hierarchy than human life itself. Now that sounds like hyperbole, but it just feels like it, does it not? Did he not say last week, we ain't stopping until every American's out? Yesterday, you got... I've actually got that audio. You should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, the troops will if stay. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And... And if, American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. Well, that proved to be a lie. And then yesterday, how many? I tried to figure out how many remain. Because between Jen Psaki, White House Press Secretary, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, and uh, General McKenzie, the Marine General who was responsible for operations in Afghanistan and ultimately responsible from a military perspective for our exit, has three different sets of numbers. We know what that says. They don't know. They absolutely don't know. And that was disturbing. It was a hundred, a few hundred, a hundred to two hundred. Those were the three yesterday. They don't know. Could be more, could be less. Don't know. That's disturbing, but that certainly conflicts with what the president told us last week, which is, we're staying until we get everybody out. We'll make sure we get everybody out. We had this arbitrary deadline of today to appease terrorists. We're getting out on the 31st. Terrorists who now have their hands on Black Hawk helicopters and are circling Kabul and hanging people from said helicopters by the neck until dead. And if you haven't seen that, folks, what Rhino's talking about, there is a video going viral that those images disturb me to no end, to see American helicopters used as tools of torture and execution and parading around like a trophy, a human being. That's what we're dealing with. So I'm looking at the Wall Street Journal 
headline right now about the Taliban, Taliban vow to enforce Islamic rule. Of course they do. But there's a series of alternating photos in the headline on the digital version of the paper. And one of those shows clearly a member of the Taliban in the traditional dress sitting behind the yoke in the seat of an American Black Hawk helicopter. That just turns my stomach seeing that. That image, I can't get that out of my head. I'm looking at it right now. It's disgusting. That's what we left behind. I saw a report that now the Taliban has more Blackhawks than Australia, one of our allies. They have more military aircraft than 85% of the world's armies. Yet the left, some on the left, are spinning this deal. It's not Biden's fault. Yeah, the inner, the idiot Jennifer Rubin, Rubin, whatever her name is, she's a sad sack. She's praising the evacuation and and trying to compare it to Schindler's List and the the thousand people, the twelve hundred people that Schindler was able to save. And now think about all the the hundred thousand people that Biden has saved. Oh please, that's nauseating. The- to even make a reference to Schindler's List and the Holocaust in this context, a nauseating is putting it nicely. Well, I can't say what I really want to say on the air. Well, Jerry Baker, I only wish I had the skills Mr. Baker has when it comes to writing and speaking. He's, he's just awesome. I, I, I really respect him. Anyhow, here's from his editorial. He says... Read it and weep. Almost every word should be hung around the neck of the president in light of what we have witnessed these past few weeks. Almost every rhetorical cliché, a mocking epitaph to a foreign policy so disastrously exposed in less than seven months. That's just perfectly stated. Good grief. I, I watched... Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, I watched his his remarks yesterday. First, in my view, on the day that we're calling it quits, where we're terminating our presence in Afghanistan, the President should have been talking. He is scheduled to talk today. Once again, he sends out a surrogate, in this case, Blinken. It was painful, but I watched it. We'll talk about it when we come back here on the JT Show. Stay with us.
Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team. 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. nomoreroofleak.com. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the opening agri-market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 169 to 92.54. March cotton was down 166 to 91.77. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down 10 cents to 12.93 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans were down 10 cents to 12.99 and three quarter per bushel. December corn was down 13 and a quarter to 5.29 and a half per bushel. March corn was down 12 and three quarters to 5.38 per bushel. The mercantile October live cattle was down 95 to 127.37. December live cattle was down 105 to 133.62. October feeders down 80 to 168.15. November feeders down 57 to 169.95. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 43 points, 35,357. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. If you are building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, and even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. That's MSPropane.com to learn more. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation stand for? Everything we do is built around attaining a better life for Mississippi farmers and ranchers and all Farm Bureau members. Things like rural broadband and private property rights, funding for roads and bridges, and our Child Saver program. We think these are outstanding causes, and hopefully you do too. Because when Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino. Great news, everybody. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. We are back on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Kevin in Monticello says, I guess no man left behind is not politically correct anymore. Well, that's an interesting way of putting it, for sure. So, Joe South in a Meridian says, a fallen Marine's mom had some interesting words for the president. I think we got some sound for you. My son was one of the Marines that died yesterday. 20 years and six months old. Getting ready to come home for freaking Jordan to be with his wife to watch the birth of his son. And that feckless, dementia-ridden piece of crap just sent my son to die. So my son is gone. And I just want all you Democrats who cheated in the election or who voted for him legitimately, you just killed my son. Two Marines showed up at my house at 4 o'clock in the morning to tell me my son was dead. So, my name is Kathy McCollum. My son was Riley James McCollum. You can check it out. Um, his wife, I, she might not want me to say her name. Um, they just got married on February 14th and they're expecting a baby on on uh, September 26th. And um, I just can't, I just, I just couldn't sit by idly because I think I need to just process through anger instead of tears. And so this is how I'm going to do it. I mean, what do you say to that? He just, just seems so indifferent and so flippant about it. And she's not the only parent of one of the fallen soldiers who has had has not minced words when it came to Biden's way of handling this, even so far as the father of one of the fallen soldiers was on Fox, I think it was last night, talking about how the the video and the images of Biden checking his watch going viral, that wasn't just once. That was a repeating occurrence throughout the whole ordeal. And then when the family members got a chance to spoke to speak with Biden, he gave them this canned, rehearsed, bleh, word vomit about his son Bo serving and then dying. And he sp- they said he talked more about his own son than, than their deceased sick kids. Well, he's president. Empathy, right? Right. The guy's been a jerk the whole time he's been in office. He can't find his butt with both hands and doesn't know how to tell the truth. It's just incredible. It's, gosh, so feckless, so incompetent, so unaware. But, folks, I watched, back to Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, I watched him yesterday. I felt like I was in a 
master's class lecture about some mundane, uninteresting subject. That's the way it was delivered. And you're taught in communications to speak and write at the eighth grade level, in general. This was so full of long sentences and multi-syllable words. It's like, what is he saying? I couldn't figure out what the message was. I honestly couldn't. And he had this very stoical, unemotional, just almost inhuman look on his face, just staring at the camera. It, it just didn't appear to me to be a well-crafted and professionally delivered speech at a time when Americans want to hear something, I think, that gives them comfort and confidence. I, I just that should be what is exuded. And I didn't I didn't get that out of that. Now, folks may say, well, you're just a person on the political right and you would just never feel that way, regardless. And I I, I take exception to that. I, I believe that a clear thinking, rationally thinking Americans have the ability to discern and parse. It doesn't even distinguish. take all that. We let them have Bagram Air Force Base with two runways. We stayed behind at Kabul Airport with one runway. Two is greater than one. It's really all that simple. It's totally true. And Bagram is, in terms of land that it consumes and occupies, much larger, giving it greater protection, of course. But this was the Secretary of State, who, by the way, I think, went on vacation just before the attack, the explosions last week. He was like up in the Hamptons with his Stanford buddies or something. From the 601, why does Biden always bring up his son? Because he can't talk about Hunter. Yeah, I think that's right. The son that's too cracked out to do anything with his life and wound up smoking Parmesan cheese. Yeah. You know... The Congress ought to convene immediately and focus on nothing but retrieving the remaining Americans and until everyone that wants to get out is safely extracted, they should focus totally on that, not this stupid welfare state expansion. We'll step aside for Super Talk News and Fox News when we return. Jason White. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Chris Foster. American troops are out of Afghanistan after nearly 20 years of war and the largest civilian evacuation effort in U.S. history. More than 120,000 people in 17 days. There are some Americans still there. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby tells Fox. There were some, uh, a lot of efforts to try to contact them, try to get in touch with them, try to help marshal them in. Uh, some people didn't want to make decisions until, uh, until the end game. Former President Trump wanted troops out of Afghanistan too, but says about how the operation was conducted. Well, it should have been a positive, and it was a massive negative by anybody that uh, has a brain and that reads 95% of even the media that you talk about. It's, uh, it's terrible. He was on Fox Business. Florida's Education Department is withholding funding equal to school board members' salaries from two districts imposing mask mandates for coronavirus protection in schools. A Florida judge Friday ruled against Governor Ron DeSantis' order banning school mask mandates. Americans listening to Fox News. 
family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840, or look for us on Facebook. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super talk mississippi news two people were killed and three are in critical condition after a huge section of road collapsed in george county overnight dps commissioner sean tendall says it happened on highway 26 between wiggins and loosedale near crossroads road a heavy amount of rain had been coming down for 24 hour period uh, due to hurricane ida um, there was a washout um, of, of the road um, it was at night so it was dark it's unlit um, and cars coming back and forth along that heavily traveled road uh, came upon a section of road that was just no longer there. We do know the identity of one of the victims, 42-year-old Jerry Lee of Loosedale. Governor Tate Reeves shared that a lot of coast residents had to be rescued during the height of the storm. We have performed approximately 20 water rescues in Jackson County, Harrison County, and Hancock County over the last couple of days. I'm Kelly Bennett. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. The Delta variant is deadly, and if we don't make changes now, we'll be forced to make cruel calculations soon. Mississippi hospitals are overburdened and struggling with capacity. More people will die because they won't have access to care. We must keep our healthcare system from being forced to choose who gets treatment and who doesn't. Please get vaccinated and follow CDC protocols such as masking indoors, even if you are fully vaccinated, and continue social distancing. Do this, and together we help ensure we're able to treat everyone who needs care. A message from the Mississippi State Department of Health. It's unfortunate, but after a disaster, home repair scammers seem to come out of the woodwork. Think twice before using someone who's just going door-to-door offering repair services. Always ask for identification, ask for and verify references, and get at least three quotes from different contractors. And it's a good idea to get a written contract. Don't pay by cash or with a debit card, and make sure you keep a record of payments and receipts. What kind of effect will Ida have on gas prices? Fuel analyst Trilby Lundberg says it may not drive prices as high as you might expect. Since we do not have any oil shortage per se, and since we have more than we need, uh, and since oil prices have been volatile anyway, it's hard to imagine that really taking hold and determining gasoline price. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, what I said. slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at seaspirebusiness.com. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk, Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music on this Tuesday. Joining us now in the studio, Representative Jason White. He represents District 48. Of course, he's the Speaker Pro Tem of the Mississippi House of Representatives. Thanks for coming in this morning, Representative. Good to be with you, Gerard. Good to be here. Uh, I'm glad we're um, not not having to talk about a super, super devastating event from yesterday as far as our Mississippi residents are concerned. We, we kind of dodged we a little spared. bit of a bullet. How about your district? Um, we were, we're good. I mean, we got some trees down, a few folks without power, but considering what it could have been and 16-year anniversary yesterday of, uh, or day before of Katrina, look, we're, we're mighty blessed and fortunate. Yeah. Uh, Senator Bryce Wiggins was – he was sharing video on social media, like, uh, with the weather behind him, you know, from his home, and it was just incredible. The torrential rains, the wind, unbelievable. It really was, for sure. So we were fortunate in that regard. Okay, so last week we had a couple of days of hearings on potential for tax reform in Mississippi, and and, uh, specifically the discussion was about eliminating the Mississippi state income tax, phasing that in, and of course that uh, would involve, at least the way the bill that was drafted in the House and passed the House this past session, would involve increase of sales taxes on certain commodities and a decrease on groceries, certain groceries. And all that kind of gets wonky with respect to uh, you're raising this over here and you're decreasing that over there. And you guys had two days of lots of folks come before you. I was uh, honored to be one of those. I closed it out. I was the. the you last did. You, you drew the short straw of being the last guy on the last day of, of uh, about. I don't know, probably 16 hours of talking tax policy. And, and you know, uh, when I signed up to run the first time 10 years ago, I probably didn't – that probably wasn't the sexiest point of that, what I wanted to uh, sit through two days of. But after digging in, you know, over the last 
10 months, year on this issue, really digging in. We, we've kicked it around for a while, but like really digging in into the numbers and the process and how it might could be done. Um, it is it is kind of fascinating when you start looking at at state budgets and how government is funded. And, and you know, if you heard any of the testimony before you those two days, um, it's it's a dynamic issue of, of um, you know, first of all, I think we gloss over the fact that this is other people's money. These yeah. are taxpayers. Right. We're taking their money, and <laughs> and it's a you know it, it's supposed to be a sacred trust that we have to spend their money um, for government services and and things that people have come to expect from their government. Now that is a debate in and of itself, and maybe that's not why we're here today. But but my point is that money and then what we do with it, and and what we're saying is. There's a better way. It's better for you. You know what best to do with your money than we do, and we think we think the net result is more than a positive for the citizens of this state. As we look at potential uh, federal uh, tax increases coming down the pipe, um, any relief we can give to our Mississippi city citizens, we think is a plus between the inflation and, and probably tax hikes that we know are coming. Um, I was in. What did you think about your your step into the foray of of making of the sausage at the Capitol? Um, I got tickled because usually uh, successful businessmen and entrepreneurs that that come and meet with me at the Capitol on a particular issue, a lot of times they're they're getting away from there as fast as they can. They're like, I can't believe people uh, come and and act this way. But I mean, I know you know how the process works. But, yeah. Um, I thought it was a good two days. Yeah, I did. I, I uh, was there, of course, for the entire afternoon of, of day two, but I went back and reviewed testimony from others the, the day before and in the morning. And and so you heard from a range of, of policy experts uh, that represent various advocacy groups. And then you also heard uh, from associations and groups who have a vested interest in, in this kind of policy, and, and they and they stood up and, and delivered commentary on how this might impact their industries, their members. All that, I think, is great input. And while I might not uh, totally agree and perfectly align with them, I, I, I do respect that that is the way the sausage is made. And I respect you guys for having that sort of wide variety of uh, speakers in to come test- testify and offer their perspective you got a lot of different uh, views. You know, something I talked about yesterday, uh, Representative, that that just I came away with is that you got people who think we should raise taxes here in the state of Mississippi in the legislature. We got people who think, no, we need more money to go to government, and government needs to have control of more of people's money. They can improve the quality of life better than individuals in the private sector can. You, You got those who believe in this legislation, uh, and you got those that think uh, on the other side, we don't uh, have to increase sales taxes. We can just totally eliminate the the uh, income tax, and we can just pay for that with just drastic cuts to state government. So somewhere in the middle is probably <laughs> kind of the takeaway I have. Look, and and that was our, you know, that was the the impetus, if you will, of the House bill. And again, everybody keeps saying, well, y'all keep bringing up the House bill. Well, right now, it's the only thing we got in right, front of us. So, right. And I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm, I'm willing to, you know, it's our baby, but I'm willing for, for anybody to poke a hole in it or add to it or change it or fix it. And, and so there's no pride in authorship there. It's just... To your point in in, the opening, in your opening statement of our segment about it gets pretty wonky because it's it's a lot of levers being pulled and a lot of things moving around and and um, 
I challenged one of the speakers on the second day that who who spoke before you did, who was uh, heads up the Mississippi Economic Council, who is is uh, he didn't articulate why it was against the bill, but he's he's against the bill and he's against the elimination of the personal income tax. And my point is, it's not just enough to be against it. You got to tell me, you got to tell me why. You got to tell me. Um, what the problem is right. if, if if we're not blowing a hole in the state budget where people are concerned about us funding essential you know services that that our citizens have come to expect um, and, and I I did also pose this question to Grover Norquist when he when he testified about I thought the House bill had a great feature that regardless of how you felt about any of the rest of it it capped government growth at one and a half percent and he stopped me in the middle of my question about that and he said that feature alone is worth the price of admission. In other words, if you're a fiscal conservative, when you, when you come at it that way on, on taxes and, and government, um, that feature of the bill alone was worth, um, as he said, the price of admission. So I, I liked that it capped that, and we don't see this huge growth. But it but it still was reasonable in that it allowed for 1.5% for inflation so right. that we don't get ourselves in a bind where we can't fund roads and, and police protection and, and the, the other things, the education, the things that we do need to be funding um, and improving for all lives in Mississippi. So... I thought it, I thought the House bill was a good trade-off, but but again, we're not married to it. We just we want to see we want to push it across the goal line. And I I really I'm not I'm not um, blowing your skirt up here, but I liked your comments about whatever we do needs to be bold and it needs to be immediate. It doesn't need to be something that just through attrition in, in 35 years from now, my kids wake up one day and they go, oh, the last piece of the income tax rolled off today. Right. Big big deal. We're, we're still in last place. It needs to have enough uh, appeal to it that it makes a headline somewhere, especially as we got testimony from so many guys and girls last week who said other states, especially southern states and red states, are considering these very things that we are. We don't. We certainly don't need to get behind uh, them on this issue. Yeah, and, and it's my feeling is that we've got to do something. I described it as transformational. And as you recall, Representative, kind of my parting words were: my fear is that we're going to do something token, uh, such as cutting the four percent bracket, which amounts to two hundred dollars. And if we did that uh, along the same approach that we did the three percent bracket at one percent a year, that's over four years. You get a two hundred dollars savings. I don't consider that transformational. However, politicians, being politicians, on their bingo card in the next election cycle, they'll say, "I ju- I cut taxes. I voted to cut taxes." Look, and and I. I I have kidded some of our policy experts who who are economists and and think tanks and guys who we were, we were trying to get their opinions and and get this deal right, but it's pretty clear pretty quick that they've never had to corral votes in the House or Senate to pass legislation of any kind. That's not a critique on them. That's not their job. That's my job is to, yeah. to figure out how to put the votes together. But I, I would I would remind your listeners and, and, and even you, when that bill passed the House, it passed with 74, uh, 71 Republican votes and 13 Democratic votes, including uh, the current leader of the Democratic caucus. Yeah. So we thought there was a broad enough appeal that, um, you know, when you get 85 votes for something in the House, you, you've, you're you usually on the right path. Yeah. We got a break right here. You can hang with us. She, yes, sir. That sounds good. We got Representative Jason Wright, Speaker uh, White, excuse me, Speaker Pro Tem of the Mississippi House of Representatives. We'll be right back on the JT Show. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 86. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, sunny skies, high near 91. And rolling into your Thursday, sunny conditions and cooler, high near 88. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Billium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Got a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a healthcare journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better. Better, faster. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
The great Stevie Wonder bumping us into this segment here on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Representative Jason White, the Speaker Pro Tem of the Mississippi House of Representatives, is our guest today. So, overall, uh, I thought it was uh, it was good testimony, and y- you heard from a, a diverse array of uh, people who. I think uh, offered their perspective on the impact. We heard from the Manufacturers Association. I may not remember them all. The Restaurant Association, Mississippi Manufacturers House Association. I've got a list uh, of them here. Mississippi Hosp- Economic Council. Go ahead. No, we did. You you hit them all uh, between the MEC and the manufacturers, manufactured housing, yep. uh, auto dealers, restaurants. Um, we also heard from our state economist. We heard from the Tax Foundation. We heard from the National Tax Union. Uh, we heard from our own legislative budget office about the real the real impact and what they see as far as the, all the different levers, if you will, that we're we're pulling um, in the House bill. Um, we heard from Department of Revenue about where our money comes from and what we, how we dole it out, so to speak, as yeah. far as all the diversions and different things. Um, we we also heard about you know changing workforce and economy and we heard we heard from more from some politics from the standpoint of you know we heard from one voice and some issues and their testimony was basically we don't tax enough and not only do we need to raise income tax we need to uh, put in an inheritance tax in Mississippi and and some other things so tax we, and wealth we, that was proposed yeah, we, well, as well tax wealth which is again what we're trying to get away from i want to i want to uh, incentivize you and your money and you making it and you keeping it and if you choose spending that money. yeah um i think i think that's what we all want we should also point out that the speaker something you alluded to uh in the last segment the speaker also said hey look if you've got some ideas on uh, how to work through some of the the problems here or some challenges that that we're not aware of we we're on board with and in, in, uh, exploring anything. He he, I saw him do that to virtually every speaker last week that came forward with their concerns. So I respect to him. He's not wed. No, it's my way or the highway attitude, and neither are you, Representative. So no, hundred percent. And and we did. We tried to reiterate that over and over to the to the different folks who who uh, maybe have concerns or, or problems with with this idea, or maybe even specifically with the House bill. Um, you know, and I did try to stress that to some of the speakers who were there to advocate for their associations and, and people they represent to say, well, this is bad for my people. My point was, look, you've got a governor on record multiple times saying he's for the elimination of the personal income tax. Um, you've got a speaker and you've got a House of Representatives who have actually passed it. Um You've got the chairman of finance in the state senate now, Josh Harkins, saying he wants to see tax reform and the elimination of the personal income tax as well. He was willing to have those hearings and have these experts come in and talk about it. So, I, you know, Barney on Andy Griffith would call that a clue that hey, our our <laughs> leaders are are headed in the direction of doing away with this. So don't tell me no. Tell me how to make it better right. or make it right. Right. Um, and and let's find the right fit for for citizens. Um, Michael Watson's texting me now. <laughs> hey, Mr. Secretary. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Secretary. I won't tell him what you said. I won't tell Gerard what you said on oh, there. Oh gosh. No. Anyway, we we are um, 
We want we want to get it right. Yeah. We don't want a Kansas disaster. And we're so far from what Kansas was doing. It's that you know that was brought up several times, and you know the sky's falling kind of yep. thing. And we're nowhere near. Um, the bill actually prevents that in the form of of, of the spending caps at one and a half percent. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, has been expressed as an objection, as you well know, uh, Representative, is is those who earn their income from sources as retired Mississippians that sources that are exempt from personal income tax feel like they would they would shoulder some of this burden because they would they would uh, recognize an increase in sales taxes on certain commodities and, and we've talked about that the speaker has too when he was on several months ago uh, you know I even suggested there's something we could probably do to maybe phase that in and and I don't know it, creative tax credits we could get our brains around this issue and try to address it look I, I the different economists that have looked at that issue and looked at people's spending habits especially retirees and, and seniors say over 65 and how they spend their money um, and and first of all you know you hear people say look in politics if you're explaining you're losing but but this issue is one of those that is so so detailed and and so all over the place because of complicated tax codes um, and the way we collect our revenues for to fund government, it, it it is it is complicated. And it does require some explaining. But when you look at truly what people spend their money on, especially retirees, I think I think the biggest negative that anybody came out with was about a negative impact of twenty bucks a month on a senior, and that is a very that that was one that was on a. Very small fixed income that actually was still buying a few big ticket items. That yeah. that wasn't the, the 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 average senior spends most of their money on groceries and medicine um, and rent and and of course medicine and, and rent is not um, taxed. Medicare as well, insurance which is right. not taxed. None of that energy is not taxed. Fuels not taxed. And the in bill, terms of sales tax. And and, and one of the features to guard against hitting retirees too hard was we were cutting the grocery tax, which has long been railed against in Mississippi, um, that we have one of the highest in the nation or whatever. So we're taking that from 7% down to 35 So while they are getting an increase in the general sales tax of 2.5%, they're getting a cut in their grocery tax of 3.5 yeah. cents. And, and it's almost a, a, a wash there. Yeah. And then you had, as you're well aware, we had uh, communities, uh, mayors, cities, et cetera, that had some concerns about that because of the diversions. Most of what is sold within their city limits are, are groceries, and so if there's a decrease in sales taxes there, they would decrease their diversion. That's revenue they need to operate the city, and that was addressed as well. We went in and addressed that, um, and to the, to keep them whole, we doubled the diversion on the grocery tax. Um, you know. If, if our bill had been implemented, it would take care of that. And so once they saw that and saw it on paper, um, they were good with it. Yeah, and so issues like that were addressed. Um, and there, like we said, there are people who would like to see us raise taxes in the state of Mississippi. Uh, and I think maybe one, maybe two speakers actually uh, presented that and suggested that, and, and that was a concern. So one of the things that comes up as well, Representative, is, well, why can't we just cut expenses, spending in Mississippi, sufficient to offset this $1.7 billion pot of revenue that comes from, and that's at, that's at today's, a present value of money, 
uh, $1.7 billion of revenue that goes into the general fund, which is about $5.5 billion, I think. Most right. of the rest of that that's comes right. from sales taxes. So that's a question that comes up. I, I think hey, you and I, we're a, all on board with I've government got a, spending. I've got a notebook right here, and they can a pen. They just show me what they want to agree. What, what services they're ready to get rid of and or cut back, and I'm, I'm, I'm with them. Yeah, and I'm I think them. that's the point. But here's something we got to keep in mind. The, the governor... When uh, I had him on the show to Neshoba County Fair, he said his top priority, legislatively speaking, was a teacher pay raise. I, I don't think I'm, I'm misstating that. You've no, probably heard that as well no, around the uh, Capitol. If you looked at, at what he wants to do when it's fully phased in, what he wants to do, it costs about an additional $150 million. $50 million bucks per $1,000. Every year. Yeah, $150 million. So right off the bat, just to start digging into uh, spending as a way to offset income tax, you got to account for this additional $150 million. That's right. That's right. Along with, you know, our infrastructure needs. Um, you know, you got infrastructure and that going on. You got education and, for instance, that teacher pay raise there. Um, and, and nobody, look, I hadn't run up on hardly anybody in the legislature that, that doesn't want to pay teachers more. Yeah. So, and I hadn't run up on constituents who, right. who say, you got to cut those teachers' pay or no raises. The issue is prioritizing that with all other with all other things. Uh, I think you'll see a push from the legislature this year. Um, I think we're, you know, uh, wanting something very similar to what the governor wants with regard to our teachers and, and getting them finally to the southeastern average. Here's something that came out in some testimony, on, I believe it was on the first day. Think about this. I think the examples we kicked around during those two days was a person making forty, forty-two thousand dollars a year, and what this plan would do for them. It's, it's a fifteen hundred dollar pay raise yeah. for that teacher. Well, as you know, I I put models together just on my own, and without even uh, conferring with the speaker in his office. They came to the same conclusion I did, and we did this totally That's independently. Right. That's right. So that, I think, is a good audit of the process and, and the uh, the inputs and the assumptions we made there. And like I've said, I'm willing to have anybody come forward and say, no, these are the problems with your model. You need to adjust it to that. we got a break. You want to hang? Got a couple more things. I can hang. All right. It's good. we got Representative Jason White uh, in the studio. Stay with us. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. 
EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I I have have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two people were killed and three are in critical condition after a huge section of road collapsed in George County overnight. DPS Commissioner Sean Tendall says it happened on Highway 26 between Wiggins and Loosedale near Crossroads Road. A heavy amount of rain had been coming down for 24-hour period uh, due to Hurricane Ida. Um, there was a washout um, of, of the road. Um, it was at night, so it was dark, it's unlit, um, and cars coming back and forth along that heavily traveled road uh, came upon a section of road that was just no longer there. We do know the identity of one of the victims, 42-year-old Jerry Lee of Loosedale. Governor Tate Reeves shared that a lot of coast residents had to be rescued during the height of the storm. We have performed approximately 20 water rescues in Jackson County, Harrison County, and Hancock County over the last couple of days. I'm Kelly Bennett. Mississippians are dying each day as a result of COVID-19. And if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk. I'm Rebecca Turner. I'm vaccinated because I want to set a great example for my children and also keep them safe. If you want to save lives and also get back to normal, get vaccinated. We know the vaccine is safe and it works, but only if you get it. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov. This message is brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi Media. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. 
Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. got representative uh, jason white speaker pro tim in the studio today really appreciate him coming on we're talking about the potential for tax reform so obviously the other thing that comes up from it's, it's such an interesting uh, juxtaposition to me honestly representative white because i got people that are on the right who say we absolutely can eliminate the income tax and we can offset that hole that blows in the budget with uh, massive spending cuts, and it would be over 30% of the state government. be about a third of the state budget. Yeah, would, would just be eliminated. Uh, and then we got those who say, we need more money in the state government so we can create more <laughs> programs. And it's, it almost makes your head spin, uh, kind of consuming all that. But here we are, we've got this, this bill, at least, that uh, on the surface, as it's drafted right now, uh, t- uh, increases the personal exemption substantially, such that a, per- that a couple making eighty thousand dollars would pay no income tax, an individual making forty would pay or below no income tax. They would uh, see a slight increase of sales taxes on certain commodities. Just want to explain that again, and then a decrease on on groceries. And to those representative white who say. Okay, we could just consolidate school districts. We got too many school districts, and we could achieve substantial savings in doing so without having to raise sales taxes to get this this uh, income tax decrease or elimination through. What do you say to the, that? The, the problem with something like, let's say, that idea is everybody thinks that's a great idea as long as it's not their school district or as long as you're not – sending kids from the school district that you're dissolving to their school district. So it it sounds great in theory, but everybody's like, okay, just don't do it to me. So nobody's raising their hand saying, and you say, oh, well, then look at the ones who are are failing and need to do something different and just start with those. But again, those kids have to go somewhere. And everybody's saying, don't send them to us. So the politics get real tricky. It it sounds great, you know, over drinks, it doesn't. It doesn't sound so great when you sit down and say, "All right, guys, whose ox is fixing to get gored?" Nobody yeah. wants it to be theirs. And boy, constituents, really, when you start fooling with things that are local and to them, um, 
they start hollering real quick. Yeah. And so the, uh, and just the point. And, and, and if you did all of that, you might consolidate some of the back office parts of administration, but it doesn't. Okay, let's take a pie in the sky figure and say it save you a hundred million bucks. We're we're only one point six billion short now of where we need to be. I, and I've I've done that math as well and came to that same conclusion. It's maybe a hundred million dollars, and not, and not downplaying the value of a hundred million dollars. But let's also keep in mind. We got, uh, I believe, the lowest paid teachers in the country, and uh, and the governor has said he wants to increase teacher pay. It's a top priority for him. That's a hundred. You just said in the last segment, one hundred fifty million. So, and then if you look at where else the general fund money goes, Medicaid's next. That's right. That's nine hundred million dollars, and then corrections next, and then it's like everything else is the other twenty percent. Let me throw a number at you. My first year in the legislature, ten years ago, the Medicaid budget was five hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, and, and what'd you just say? Nine hundred. Nine hundred million. Yeah, close to a billion. And Drew Snyder over there has done a fantastic job. No doubt, uh, because I'm a Drew fan. Well, yeah, without I think without his leadership, we'd be sitting on a, a billion two of that's Medicaid right. based that's on right. the trajectory before he got in there. So, uh, and that's a tough one. And that, of course, a, a federal match program as well. We did realize a significant surplus last year, billion dollars, I believe, but billion most dollars. of that was helicopter money, as I call it, just federal money that just fell out of the sky. Now we got another $1.8 billion coming our way. That's right. We hadn't even talked about that yet, right? And there's right. some restrictions on how that money can be spent. There are questions as to could that perhaps uh, be used to kind of phase in the elimination of the income tax. What about that? I know there's the, some rules on that. The, the the quick look at that to this point has been it would not. But what it would. But we, as you just mentioned earlier, um, we are sitting on a billion dollars where we were over estimates that we took in last year. So there's a billion aside that is not dedicated that is has not been spent um, that is sitting in the in the bank bank account of the state of Mississippi. Yeah. That could be used. You know, I, the the House bill, if it had been enacted, would have also created a half a billion dollars going into a budget stabilization fund. And if we need to not put that two and a half cent, if we could phase in the two and a half cent sales tax increase <clears throat> and delay it slightly and use this billion dollars we have to get us there, um, that might be another, you know, that might be another dynamic change to the bill that might make it more palatable to some people. But um, those are all, you know, political decisions that that uh, some kind of way you got to cobble together a uh, a vote in the House and Senate and find yeah. something that the governor um, is going to get on board with. And he, you know. Uh, to his credit, he's been consistent in saying that he doesn't he doesn't want to raise anybody's taxes right. in this deal. I get it. Um, you heard multiple folks testify last week who are who are not Mississippi Republican people. They're not Mississippi Democratic people. They're not even Mississippi people. They're just guys who looked at the plan and looked at our way we do our state budget and said this is a net tax decrease to. Mississippians, really to the tune of almost $750 million. Yeah, and uh, true. I know Grover Norquist was on the program after he uh, after he testified, and he he said the same thing. He said he he said if I were voting, I'd vote for this bill. Is what he said. As is so, and it's it's also something that it's worth pointing out is is that tax on income is compulsory. You don't have a choice. Uh, tax on what you spend is not. It's it's voluntary, so to speak. And that, that has always been considered more consistent with con- conservative approach to taxation. 
all the way. And look, if we were setting this up, if, if you and I were forming a new state today and we were going to have to fund certain government services, we would never set it up the way it's set up now, right. where we are taxing your income. Right. We just we wouldn't do it. We, you and I, if we had the pen, we would go to a consumption model based on the taxpayer makes the choice when they spend their money. And, and economies tend to work out a whole lot better in that way. And, and again, though a lot of people said, oh, well, we're not Tennessee or we're not Florida or we're not Texas where there's no income tax, so we can't compare to those. Why can't we? Yeah. It's, it, it's the same things. Those people keep more of their money and spend it on what they want, and they have thriving economies. That's the going big and bold. Uh, aspect of, of uh, certainly my message last week is uh, we, all too often I think we we look at other states in here in Mississippi and say well we're just not the other states and I got to tell you just anecdotally when I started my business in 1985 in the IT business people just said oh yeah people you can't succeed in Mississippi doing that and I said well just watch uh, and you know t- we we just have a did. tendency to cave too quickly yep. and now's the time to do that this is a political firecracker. And of course, the folks in the legislature, they're worried about, as they say, getting their picture taken off the wall. So certainly there's a way we could come together and maybe give everybody something, if if uh, if possible, but get something transformational done. That's got to be the goal. What I want to see as a Mississippian, something I've harped on for as long as I can remember, is our per capita income and our household income ranks 50th and has since they've been tracking that information. I want to see that go up. And I think until that rises, we won't really achieve our maximum economic potential. Well, this would automatically give them a bump. It Absolutely. would automatically give them a bump. It would give our teachers a pay raise. And and we're going to do something on that this year as well, which they would they would you know, receive a trifecta there. we got a couple of minutes left. Got to ask you about medical marijuana, what you're hearing there. Are we going to have a special session? How are we doing? I think we are going to have a special session, Gerard. Uh, the House and Senate is very close. Uh, Lee Yancey in the House, Chairman of Drug Policy, and, and um, Kevin Blackwell in the Senate, Chairman of Medicaid, they have worked extremely hard um, on getting House and Senate on the same page. Now, we've still got to... Uh, vet that to, through our entire House body. As, as pro tem, one of my jobs is, is the majority whip, if you will, or, or, or the caucus chairman or whatever. So we've still got to vet that through our Republican caucus and find out where our votes are. But but we think we're very close. Um, there have been some very technical issues. And as you know, then our commissioner of agriculture weighed in here late saying, don't give it to me, boys. Yeah. And so we're, we've got to deal with that issue. Um, we're close. We're yeah. very close. Well, uh, I think a lot of people are waiting to see what happens. And, and of course, the governor said, we're not having a special session until I know the votes are there. And you guys got to do some vote counting uh, before you convene, and I know you will. Uh, I think we'll have that part done in the next week to 10 days. Okay. And then, then we'll see where we go from there. So maybe in September? I'm in hoping the month by of September. middle of September. Okay. Yep. That, well, we'll be watching for that. For Class sure. is half full over <laughs> at the White House anyway. <laughs> Representative Jason White, pleasure having you on the program today, sir. Thanks uh, for coming on, and I'm sure we'll be talking soon. Thank you. Appreciate you. You got it. We'll be right back here on the JT Show. Stay with us.
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is a midday agri-market report. The USDA quarterly trade forecast released last week shows that U.S. agricultural exports not only continue at a record-setting pace for fiscal year 2021, but they will eclipse the 2021 total in fiscal year 2022. The August forecast is USDA's first look at expected exports for fiscal year 2022. Fiscal year 2021 forecast of $173.5 billion is $33.8 billion, or 24% higher than the fiscal year 2020 final total, and nearly $17 billion above the previous record set in fiscal year 2014. Factors underpinning the increase include record volume, value of corn exports, record volume of soybean exports, strong demand from China, and reduced foreign competition. Looking ahead to fiscal year 2022, the projected record is $177.5 billion. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Typically, we here at Keep Mississippi Beautiful like to share positive news with you, but not today. Litter is on the rise in our state and we need your help. Please put trash in its proper place and make sure you aren't accidentally littering items from the back of your truck. Protect the road, secure your load, because trash blows. Do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. We're the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation offices. Farm Bureau is a grassroots organization with county offices serving all 82 counties. From Adams to Yazoo and every county in between, we have local county boards affecting change all across Mississippi. And every Farm Bureau employee is working to improve the quality of life for everyone in the state. When Mississippi thrives, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. 
This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Yeah, man. One of the few country artists I actually like. He's got a great voice. I love his voice. You like? There's a lot of uh, country artists from that era that I agree. I feel they were overshadowed by the success of people like Garth Brooks, which I love. Garth Brooks. He was the first CD I ever owned. Agree. But. His superstardom and his crossover potential from country and pop and rock and all that really kind of overshadowed a lot of that, what do they call it, the class of 89? Yeah, exactly. Uh, agree. It's just kind of funny how that works out where you have sort of a, a period of time, a compressed period of time that just gives rise to these fantastic artists like that. And it's just kind of the cycle of art. I guess is what you would attribute it to. But uh, appreciate Representative uh, White coming on uh, the program. Really do. And I thought he was uh, fairly straightforward about his position and his views. And again, it's just it just strikes me. I just got to say this again. The, the difference of positions on this matter, even here in a, in a very conservative state such as Mississippi, where you've got people who would want to raise taxes and want to impose wealth tax and estate taxes uh, it, so that we can send more money to government to redistribute to Mississippians and expand government programs. And then you got those who think that we should just get out of Medicaid altogether and just eliminate that program, discontinue participation in it. Of course, 50 to 53 percent of our general fund is spent on education, and and there's lots of ideas of how to trim expenses in education. I'm absolutely all for that. And Auditor Sher, excuse me, Shad White, he uh, he actually wrote a report, what about three weeks ago, published on the auditor's website, and it highlighted the fact that. In the increase in out-of-the-classroom expending over, say, the last decade, I think the last uh, 10 years is the period that uh, his office analyzed, increased at a greater rate than the spending inside the classroom. That, certainly, that calls for further investigation and understanding of the root cause of that, and, and it needs to be addressed. Absolutely. I'm all for that. The, the question is, Okay, if we look at that, to me, the best thing to do there is to trim those administrative expenses, that overhead, and redirect that, repurpose that into the classroom. And that usually comes in the form of higher pay for teachers. Again, the governor's already said 
that he fully supports and wants to see and views as legislative priority raising teacher pay. And just as Representative White said, I don't know that there's a person in the Capitol that's not for raising teacher pay. It is, it is a high priority. So for based on the number of teachers we have, when you look at the overhead, which includes contributions to PERS, that is borne by the taxpayers, by the general fund, I think that's 17.5% of pay is the the state's portion of contribution to PERS, and despite that, is still upside down, it being a defined benefit plan. So every $1,000 raise costs $50 million a year. So right off the bat, if the governor is successful in raising teacher pay by this $150 million over three years, that is an increase in spending. There would uh, that would require some offsets, keeping everything level. So we'll see where where that goes, uh, and then the corrections is another big. I think um, I don't want to misstate this. The the amount of spending that corrections consumes, it is the third I think largest uh, object that does uh, consume spending out of the general fund. Hold on a second, I'll tell you what that is. Uh, let's see, corrections. Yeah, it's about 6%. Debt service is about 7%. Social welfare, 20%. Education, 52 So those are the primary targets for cutting spending uh, in the state. From a corrections perspective, just bear in mind, we've had Commissioner Kane on the program. He's grossly understaffed. He's looking for more people. I think he was successful in securing compensation salary increases, even paying bonuses to get people to sign up to work in the Department of Corrections as custody officers. So, and I, I believe Commissioner Kane is a, is a good manager of that agency, and I'm, I'm confident that he is exploring every opportunity to cut expenses there. And then you've got many of the social welfare programs, SNAP, et cetera, that uh, have a lot of federal funding tied to them as well. It's just a tough deal. Of course, Medicaid, it's $900 million. So it's just a – those are the things we would have to focus on to cut. We'll take a break right here. Tax man bumps us out. It's time for the news. we got John Oxford coming back from the break. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Congress approves $10 million to help pay for Afghan refugees' transportation, food, and shelter in the U.S. as the Taliban declares victory in Afghanistan. After 20 years, American troops are gone. The top commander overseeing the operation, General Frank McKenzie, admitted some Americans were left behind. There's a lot of heartbreak associated with this departure. 13 Americans were killed in action Thursday, more than 2,400 in all since 2001. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. New daily coronavirus deaths in the U.S., more than 1,100, according to Johns Hopkins University. 
The four largest hospitals in Oklahoma City say they either have no ICU beds available or no room for COVID patients as the state deals with a surge in cases. Honolulu's mayor says starting September 13th, the city will require people who go to restaurants, bars, museums, theaters, and other places to show proof of vaccination or a recent negative COVID test. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable. You never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bella's and the Great American Cookies. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The State Department says there are two or three hundred Americans still in Afghanistan, but Senator Roger Wicker doesn't believe the number's that low. There are Mississippi missionaries in charge of larger groups of Christians that we've been trying to get out, and so far it's been unsuccessful. Some of these are American citizens. Some of them are, um, are relatives of, of American citizens. Gulfport did take some damage from Hurricane Ida, but Mayor Billy Hughes expressed what a lot of residents are feeling in its aftermath. We, we rode out a, a pretty, what could have been an extremely wicked storm, but the wind event we couldn't discount. Uh, the, the best thing that we had is that the storm surge, while we had some, it did not, it did not manifest like we had feared. Uh, so we really did get a pass on that. You know, everything's relative. And com- compared to what they're dealing with in New Orleans, we're all watching that. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Hello, Archie Manning here. When you grow up in a town like Drew, you understand once a Mississippian, always a Mississippian. I love this place and care about what happens here. Our doctors are telling us 95% of new hospital patients who have COVID did not get vaccinated. We know the vaccine works, but only if you get it. It's easy and it works. Please get vaccinated, my friends, and stay healthy. Sponsored by Delta Health Alliance. Go to getyourshotms.org. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. At one point, there were over 100,000 power outages due to Hurricane Ida. Governor Tate Reeves told Fox and Friends that number has drastically declined. In our state, we had at our peak yesterday 136,000 uh, homes and businesses that were not uh, able to receive power. Uh, that number as of 6 a.m. this morning is down to 59,000. I'm going to tell you, these linemen uh, are, have been out uh, overnight working to get power restored. 
Ida is forcing the Saints away from the Superdome. With the team currently in Dallas, head coach Sean Payton told the media that the Saints likely won't return to their home city until the end of September. The Saints were set to open the season at home against the Packers on September 12th. In the meantime, reports state that they could play their home games at AT&T Stadium, the home of the Dallas Cowboys. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bunny. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. Folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Hour 3, Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks so much for joining us today. On the line, joining us now and on video as well, John Oxford, Marketing Director of Renaissance Bank. Good afternoon, John. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? And can you hear me? We got you. Check, so I want to make sure. Yeah, we're in good shape. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, appreciate uh, All right. you joining us today. Thought it would be of some interest to our audience to, to speak with someone in the banking industry, in the financial industry, about this rise in popularity of cryptocurrency. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm told you have a, a fair amount of expertise on this, and I know you've written uh, a couple of articles about this. It uh, seems like it's coming, and it's, it's coming like a freight train downhill. Your thoughts? Well, well, it is, and it's an interesting time to talk about it because this month is the uh, 50th anniversary of our removal from the gold standard on the mm. American dollar. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the American dollar is now based on the trust of the government. And what better thing to discuss now than cryptocurrency, which is based <laughs> on your trust of the Internet. Uh, so with all the skepticism out there in America and Mississippi and the world today, uh, you know, people are having trouble, I guess, trusting their government in some means. And I think, you know, are you going to trust the Internet? Uh, to create a currency that allows you to transact uh, and create commerce. And so it's um, it's an interesting time and, and to discuss it, especially on the anniversary or, or near the anniversary, which I believe was August 15th, yeah. 1971. 
but that being said, it is interesting. It's the ability to exchange uh, currency with your phone, basically. And it's non-fiat, which means there's no government attached to it, uh, which scares people and some people like it. And uh, it goes into a digital wallet. And it's, it's a lot like, if you're not familiar with it, it's similar to using a PayPal or a Venmo or a Zelle uh, by digital payment means. Uh, but it, there is no dollar backing it. It is your trust in the internet and the trust of the system run by miners. Yeah, and and what uh, powers that trust and what uh, underscores that trust is blockchain, which is the underlying technology that uh, that powers uh, Bitcoin. Well, not just Bitcoin, but all cryptocurrency. And what we're also seeing is the application of blockchain as a mechanism to secure all sorts of information. In fact, th there are some who believe that as blockchain becomes more prevalent, especially in record-keeping, that uh, the, the need for traditional auditing of uh, financial records will start to decline just because of the immutable aspect of blockchain. What uh, I've seen reports that show what transactions look like today and what transactions look like under a blockchain environment. And the, th and the thing that, that uh, makes it unique is that all parties can see all transactions. So it's not like you've got your system, I've got my system, and the, and the data just goes into there, and I, I don't really have access to that with blockchain. And that's what makes crypto so secure, so safe. Completely. And as someone who works in the financial service industry, and you know, you probably have a mortgage, people have mortgages, you know how fun it is to go down and do a title search. Or yeah. Someone to do a title search, and all those items you have to have to have proof of ownership. Uh, a blockchain could hold those titles, and and we don't want to eliminate anyone's job, but it could eliminate that process of, hey, we just all look at it, we know where we are in the contract process, and we see it there, and think about healthcare. We're in the middle of a pandemic, hopefully moving to an endemic or whatever the, the better situation is, but what if all your health records were on a blockchain and they could be accessed now privately, we don't need any issues with them, but it would help when you went to the hospital if you were sick, and uh, I know if I get sick and go to the hospital, it's hard for me to think through, well, I'm allergic to this. I can't take this. What if I just had a, a QR code on my phone and I said, hey, zap this, and they hit it. Blockchain comes up and says, oh, John has these six things he shouldn't do or should do uh, instead of me fighting through whatever illness I have and trying to remember all that stuff. So there's and, – and as a father, I'm always asked if I take my kids in, you know, do they have anything like that? How easy would it be for me just to not have to call mom and say, hey, mom, what are the kids allergic to? And just punch it up and show it. So, blockchain has a lot of a lot of potential in many areas, uh, and, and with cryptocurrency is great because it, it keeps a double spin from happening. It allows to track the dollars, and it allows people or the Bitcoin or whatever coin you're using, Dogecoin, Ethereum, whatever it is, and allows it to not be double spent, which spent, which takes out uh, the fear of fraud risk in it. So you so, were yeah, blockchain is great technology. Yeah, and and again, with respect to the example you described, John, with uh, as far as medical records are concerned, the key there is that blockchain secures that so that it's virtually impossible for anyone else to get in and access those records and modify those records. The way the the continuous ledger works, it it that really kind of eliminates or greatly dramatically reduces the risk of that. Yeah, it does, and uh, it can be used on things like mining diamonds. Yeah, it can be used on uh, music, and so there, you know, with the way uh, music is sold or, or purchased and licensed. So there's a lot of ways to use the blockchain. It's it's a ledger. If yeah. someone wants to think of what it is, it's just a, a digital ledger. Uh, but the the create the creation of it, 
2009, which brought out uh, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, has been a, an amazing thing. Uh, and it's good and bad, depending on how you look at it. I think banks can look at it two ways. We can help protect it and help with transactions, or we can also fight against it and say, look, it's not money backed by the government, the Fed, the FDIC. It's not protected. It's not insured. Uh, so you have to look at the risk and weigh if you want to be involved in it or not, or use it as an investment, or is it a means of commerce? Uh, so it's a wild world out there with cryptocurrencies these days. And uh, I think it's it's here to stay, uh, depending on its adoption and its full usage, uh, is yet to be seen there. Well, you work, for a, obviously, for a major financial institution. What sort of efforts and initiatives do you guys have on the plate right now? What are you hearing from the industry in general with respect to welcoming uh, cryptocurrency into your suite of services. Already we saw an announcement earlier this year from MasterCard, right, about their efforts to include uh, the option to select payment or linking your credit card to your crypto account. Yeah, I think as far as a, you know, a regional community bank uh, with Renaissance, we're, we're to sit and wait on actually getting into cryptocurrency. Now, that yeah. doesn't mean you can't link an account to it, transfer money in and out. Uh, I think it's still a little risky to jump into for a, for a financial institution that's not just, you know, super big and can absorb extra risk that some of the other ones can't. So some of your major top fives may be dabbling in it some and are. We've uh, researched blockchain and using that on things like title and contracts that I mentioned earlier. Yep. Uh, but, you know, the other thing that a lot of people don't talk about is the energy cost of crypto. I mean, using it is highly expensive. Uh, so you've got energy costs, and then you've got to have speed of the internet service, too. And so if you don't have fiber throughout your community uh, and the ability to use that, sometimes it's hard to transact, and it takes a little longer and has a little delay. Uh, so, again, there's a lot of issues around crypto. But as far as our bank goes, you know, we're, we're trying to do everything we can to provide the best apps for, a, um, for our customers and the best mobile experience. And for those that want to get into digital, they can transfer in and out of a, a checking account if they want to the way they can with any bank on there. Uh, but there isn't like a Renaissance coin or anything like that just yet, so yeah. we're not getting that deep in. Yeah. So, you know, public sector entities are investigating this as well. The state of Ohio uh, kind of had a bit of a false start a couple of years ago. Uh, they passed a law which allowed, I think, commercial businesses to pay their income taxes with crypto, and they had some technical issues, and they ultimately discontinued it. You got the city of Miami Lakes. Uh, which is a suburb of the of the city of Miami, I think they're pushing and have already implemented the option to pay uh, any kind of for any kind of transaction with the city there that involves payment use of money can be done with Bitcoin. I think they've selected Bitcoin as their crypto standard. And then the city of Miami has launched an initiative to go explore that further after they heard about Miami Lakes and perhaps incorporate that into their business systems. So, it's gaining traction. I think everyone, it is. I think everyone's looking for a cool factor, but the, <laughs> yeah. you know, and some attraction for a, for a younger group and a millennial group and Gen Zers. And but what you got to realize is, I mean, just last April, Bitcoin was you know six, right at a high of sixty four thousand dollars, and today it's like forty seven, forty six. I'm not looking at it right now. So if I paid my taxes in Bitcoin then, and then you didn't transfer it until now, or you held it in some <laughs> type of wallet in the city. You might have lost a lot of that value, or you might have gained it. Yeah. But I, I think it's too volatile for a public sector banking on that for tax revenue right now. I think yeah. it's still more of an investment. If individuals, if I wanted to you know, buy that shirt you have on or you want to buy this jacket, yeah, we could trade some crypto for it on our phones. 
Um, but I think buyer beware for the cities and public utilities and those that want to take it because when it fluctuates in value, you could you could lose your payment or you can gain it. So yeah. let's don't let's look at it both ways. Uh, but yeah, and you know, major governments are looking at um, CBDCs and these central bank digital currencies around. I know the Fed and the gov- government's looking at that as well. That'd be a little different because it would have a regulator controlling the yeah. blockchain. It wouldn't be just open ledger for everybody to use. So there probably is some promise in that in the future with quick transactional fees lowered, et cetera. But, um, but yeah, I would be a little scared of the uh, uh, the rise and fall of it and how volatile it still is even today. Although I'm a fan of cryptocurrencies, <laughs> I think it's a little too volatile to bank your tax payments on it. Gotcha. John, fascinating uh, discussion. Really appreciate you coming on today, sir. Uh, stay safe. Thank you. Thanks for having me. John Oxford, Marketing Director, Renaissance Bank, has been our guest. We got more on the JT Show. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 40% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 86. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, mostly clear, low around 72. Your Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, sunny skies, high near 91. And rolling into your Thursday, sunny conditions and cooler, high near 88. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. The Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire Capital City metro area. If you sell your home, the demand is red hot. For the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast and many times over list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction fee Feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel. She listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team, and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put his superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home in Brandon sold for 21000 over the previous agent's list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, EXP Realty at 601-983-1130, or or go to leewillbuyit.com and start
start packing. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Perfectly timed there. Little Pink Floyd. That's Dark Side of the Moon album, isn't it? Yes. The one I remember is uh, Time. You listened to that one before, huh? Oh, yeah, with all the alarms going off at the beginning. (laughs) I had a roommate in college that was always mad because I had classes later than him. I was able to work my schedule, and he had always had the 8 o'clock classes. So when he was leaving, he put that on on LP in those days, you know, and crank it up <laughs> with the alarms going off. Mad because I had to go to uh, – he had to go, and I still had another hour of sleep or so. <laughs> See, my experience with Pink Floyd in college was trying to sync it up to The Wizard of Oz huh? to see if they were talking about the – you ever heard that? <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, there's there's the uh, conspiracy theory out there that Dark Side of the Moon, the album, yeah, syncs up to the movie The Wizard of Oz. You have to start it at a certain point. I think it's after the second lion roar. Yeah. <laughs> Who dreams up this stuff? I haven't heard that one. Uh, of course I remember, weren't there certain Beatles songs you played backwards, you know, you spun them and... Paul was saying God is dead or something like that. I'm not saying Pink Floyd really meant to sync it up to The Wizard of Oz, but doing that, there were some weird coincidence where it, they're saying up, 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 and it's okay, Dorothy well, up on the rail walking <laughs> and then down when she falls in with the pigs. Scott in Rankin County says it works on the third roar. Third roar, there you go. <laughs> Oh, I just always gosh. had a hard time making that make sense in my brain because when that conspiracy came out, it was still really only available on vinyl. So you had to and VHS. What what's that when Dark Side of the Moon came out? So uh, yeah, it would it would have been a bigger chore at the time than it was when I was in college, where we could just get on the computer and sync it up in the video software and then burn a DVD and watch it. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, it was a lot more fun back in the vinyl LP days where you could play it backwards. Uh, can you? Do, I don't know if you can do that with digital, can you? 
Uh, not most digital players. I mean, if you have a, a special player or an editor or something, you can finagle it. But yeah, they're, they're not you. designed to do that. Speaking of backwards, did you see that the force of the wind in Hurricane Ida was so strong? You said this yesterday, but there's reports about it today that it shoved the river back upstream. Yeah, there was enough wind force and enough water moving inland that the uh, the Mississippi River at New Orleans was flowing backwards for a time. Nice. That's incredible. By the way, I'm going to be at Mossy Oak in West Point on Thursday from 10 to 1, the JT Show. The 43rd Annual Prairie Arts Festival begins. We'll be, we'll be there for food, fun, and prizes sponsored by the Growth Alliance, Mossy Oak Properties, and Biologic. Looking forward to that. I'm going to get up early and head up towards Starksville and pass through there up to Mossy Oak. Great golf course, by the way, Mossy Oak. I believe that's where Mississippi State, uh, excuse me, baseball, uh, golf, I believe that's their home course. Really nice layout, Lynx-style course, pretty cool. Not far from Old Waverly, which is an awesome, in uh, West Point, awesome layout, awesome course as well. So looking forward to that, the JT Show at Mossy Oak in West Point on Thursday. So, uh, let's see, start the dark side of the moon when Alice dips her finger into the well in Alice in Wonderland. That's from Mose. That just goes to show how trippy that album was, that you can do this. That is weird. That's just, this is a great Johnny Carson would say, that's weird, wild stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, talking about taxes, oh, he says, sorry, the wall. The wall. What does he mean? Is that another? Pink Floyd's The Wall. Oh, Brick uh, brick in the Wall. Yeah. Is it called The Wall, the name of the song? I believe the album is The Wall. Oh, okay. I got you. Which they had a whole movie they made about that album themselves, which was weird. So... With the marching hammers. Right. Um, Thomas and Greenwood, he is uh, always pipes in and appreciate that on this income tax debate. And he believes that school district consolidation is a way to cut massive expenses. Like trillions, right, Thomas? Hello? (laughs) And so I'm all for cutting waste in a methodical and uh, thoughtful way, if that is the case. So... Uh, yeah. Okay. So he says we could cut all the ma- all the admin cost of the of the cut district, which essentially says if you consolidated two districts, that you could operate two districts with just the administrative cost for one. I can tell you that when you consolidate private sector companies, which you're way better at this than the public sector is. I've done this. That is simply not true. The idea that you can put two together and cut all of the cost associated with one is a ruse. Guarantee you I've done it. And if you even go to the investment community and suggest you can do that, you won't get any money because they know you don't have a clue what you're talking about. If you say, yeah, I'm going to put these two companies together and eliminate all this duplicative overhead, and it, it just 100% get rid of it. Totally what they call accretive in that nature. Ain't going to happen. Now, c- 
could you put districts together and eliminate some of the overhead? Possibly. But you may also incur additional overhead. That's why it requires an extremely thoughtful analysis, including all of the logistics. And you're talking about, in some cases, drastically increasing the responsibility of the workers. And you say, well, they'll just have to accept it. Well, I say, they just quit. And then you're, you're stuck with trying to hire more, and you're going to have to pay to get more, because the responsibility load is increased dramatically. So I, I think that is something that certainly bears investigation and detailed exploration. Absolutely. But just to kind of take a broad swipe at it and say, yeah, we can do this and save enough to counter $1.7 billion of income taxes is just not being intellectually honest, especially when you consider that the total spending on education in the state of Mississippi is about uh, $2.8 billion, $2.9. So you're talking about cutting more than 50% of total education. Just It's just impractical. And don't forget, we got the lowest paid teachers in the country, and the governor's already made it very clear he wants to raise teacher pay. That's an additional $150 million to equate to the $3,000 raise that, that he's proposing. $150, and someone will fill the void for that same money. Well, that's absolutely not right, Thomas. You're not paying attention, man. Are you not familiar with the great resignation that's going on in this country? It is big. The uh, pay is rising because demand for people is off the charts, and people willing to work in those jobs is is not keeping up. They will not fill it. And so if you said you could, he's saying cutting districts in half. So Thomas recommends we go from 122, I think that's how many districts we have. I could be wrong a little bit there, to 60-some-odd. I'm just curious, would folks be okay with that? I can tell you any time there's been the discussion about the possibility of merging, consolidating where I live, Madison County School District, say, with Canton, the city of Canton, separate school district. Everybody wants to consolidate districts until they talk about their own. Then they're not too crazy about it. How about we take Jackson Public Schools and just dump it on Clinton or, or Northwest Rankin or Pearl? People then start taking a double take on it. Why don't we just consolidate all the counties? We don't need 82. Think about how much duplicative overhead that is. Let's consolidate all the cities. I know it sounds crazy, and, and I sound hyperbolic, and I'm, I'm intentionally. Consolidate all the states. We don't need 50 states. Consolidate all the countries. <laughs> I know all that just sounds That's nuts. a John Lennon song. That one there? No, consolidate all oh. the countries. Isn't that part of Imagine? Oh, I think you're right. Imagine there's no heaven, yeah. Imagine there's no country. No country, yeah, exactly. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Stay with us. 
Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. Hey, this is Brad Harbor at the range in Gluckstadt. If you ever found yourself in a life or death situation, do you possess the mental and physical skills needed to survive? We are offering defensive handgun classes taught by someone who actually lived through such a deadly encounter, Dr. Larry Goldstein. If you want to be better able to defend yourself or your loved ones, you can sign up now at rangebyjimmyprimos.com or call us at 601-746-2202 for more information. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The State Department says there are two or three hundred Americans still in Afghanistan, but Senator Roger Wicker doesn't believe the number's that low. There are Mississippi missionaries in charge of larger groups of Christians that we've been trying to get out, and so far it's been unsuccessful. Some of these are American citizens. Some of them are um, are relatives of, of American citizens. Gulfport did take some damage from Hurricane Ida, but Mayor Billy Hughes expressed what a lot of residents are feeling in its aftermath. We, we rode out a, a pretty, what could have been an extremely wicked storm, but the wind event we couldn't discount. Uh, the, the best thing that we had is that the storm surge, while we had some, it did uh, it did not manifest like we had feared. Uh, so we really did get a pass on that. You know, everything's relative. And com- compared to what they're dealing with in New Orleans, we're all watching that. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Dear Mississippi, it's our great honor to serve as your physicians. It's from that sense of service that we ask that you help protect all Mississippians and our loved ones by getting vaccinated. Vaccines are safe and reliable and even effective against the Delta variant. Getting vaccinated helps protect our children, supports our healthcare workers in their efforts, and helps save lives. We understand that you may have questions. Please reach out to your primary care physician for answers. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. That's another good tune that I feel like's appropriate for today. That's a really good one too. So Thomas wrote me a book. I can't really follow it. And uh, he's talking more about his press for district consolidation. Uh, and again, I've been consistent on this, by the way, that, that of expressing my my concerns about such an effort. Not that I'm totally opposed to exploration of it, but it literally has to be done at the most detailed level, district by district basis, and more has to be considered when you make these sorts of decisions. I, again, I can only equate it to my uh, business career and experience in, in making such decisions. You've got to think about more than just spreadsheets, because spreadsheets don't always tell the full story. And you've got to be considered, uh, considerate of what in the investment community they call the qualitative aspects. There are the quantitative measurements, and they're the qualitative aspects. That is why when, as part of an acquisition of another company, uh, those who are funding it, if they are being funded by external sources, such as private equity firms, cash flow lenders, etc., they always require what's called a quality of earnings audit. So you've got the 
the traditional financial accounting audit, an opinion rendered by a third-party public accounting firm as to whether or not the financial statements, they attest to whether or not those financial statements accurately reflect the balance sheet and the financial position of the company. It's historical. What a, it, it strictly deals with the quantitative aspects. When you see cash, for example, on the balance sheet, does that truly equal cash in reality held by the company in banks and, and other accounts? But when you look at the qualitative aspects, you're looking at things uh, in the private sector, for example, like customer churn and customer concentration and trends and composition of revenue. Is it recurring revenue? Is it one time? Etc. Those are more the qualitative aspects. And the same has to be considered when you're making decisions with respect to government financial and economic activities, especially when at state government you're talking about education. I think it's easy to say, well, let's just put a bunch of these districts together and if we do so, we'll just make this person in charge of that, all on paper, this person in charge of that, we'll eliminate this one, eliminate that one, etc. And you look at then, okay, and here's what pops out, the results of that being quantitative in nature. But have you lost out qualitatively? Are you still able to deliver the same level of, really the goal ought to be better, improved higher quality education, and more importantly, educational outcomes. And one of the grievances I guess I have about government, and I'm not sure how they could do this, but I, I think working with some smart folks we could, which is how do we measure the outcomes? Not just, not just these tests and these, these um, standards and how students do against those standards that are measured essentially in the classroom and by various third-party measurement approaches. But what is the outcome as an adult once they graduate, once they complete their education? That's the goal. How productive are they being in terms of uh, sustaining their life, life of their family, contribution to society, not government, to society. Those are the outcomes, and it's difficult to measure that. But if in think about this, if in improving our K-12 education, let's just say that that results in more graduates out of high school attending our universities, which I believe are fantastic, all of our institutions of higher ed as well as, ed, as, well as our community colleges. But if we send them off to our universities, and then upon graduation, they exit the state because there's no work for them, what the taxpayers have done is funded their K-12 education and, to some extent, their higher education. Where's the return? Where's the internal rate of return, the ROI, the return on investment, if they leave the state? I'd argue there's none. Why are they leaving the state? Because there's nowhere for them to work in the state of Mississippi. Well, why is there nowhere for them to work? Well, maybe we don't have the most conducive environment for business formation, business expansion, 
attracting something I've been pounding on for 20 years, headquarters, business headquarters. We're going backwards on that. We're losing headquarters. And loss of corporate headquarters means loss of typically of knowledge workers and loss of where decisions are made for, from a procurement perspective. It, it was one of the things that drove me to expand my business out of Mississippi. Wasn't that, I, that we weren't doing well in Mississippi, but we, we couldn't achieve our, our business goals simply by servicing Mississippi because we were seeing a net decrease of corporate headquarters from an IT perspective, in my industry, that's that's where those decisions are made, and that's where the knowledge workers reside. That's in in corporate headquarters that have operations across the country and in multiple states. That's where the decisions get made. Is at the headquarters level, and so I would always be it's kind of scratching my head at my peers in these markets, most of which were larger markets that would have these giant corporate headquarters in their backyards, and they were providing services for those companies throughout the country. But it all originated at the headquarters level. And I've been on the receiving side of that as well. I'm just simply saying that headquarters is where a lot of those decisions get made. The other dynamic that's occurring, which is why I'm for eliminating the income tax, is, is that We've got this great resignation going on. Go Google it, folks. You'll find a hundred articles about it. People are leaving their jobs in droves, looking for new forms of work. All kinds of polls say people, if they're forced to go back to the office five days a week, they ain't going to do it. The office workers, talking about the knowledge workers. The point is they can live anywhere now and still perform their job. Mississippi would become more attractive, and if we again, used our collective brain power and creativity, we should mount a campaign, in my view, to start attracting knowledge workers into the state that can live here, work for a company located elsewhere, most of whom are going to be highly compensated. And what do they do? They buy houses. And what sort of taxes do houses produce? A rhetorical question, of course, folks. They produce property taxes. What are property taxes used for? Fund education. That's how you truly grow the economy and rely less at the state level on state income taxes. Th- that, in my view, should be our focus. Last year, this was a, a statement I delivered last week at the tax hearings. We had what I think was a transformational change from a cultural and societal perspective, and that is we changed the flag, state flag. I think it's time to make a transformational change with respect to the economy and economic policy. Imagine combining those two in a campaign to promote this state. Look, it's New Mississippi. It's not what you think. Rhino, you and I were talking earlier about the situation on the coast. You want to talk about that? An NBC reporter who was kind of oh, photobombed. Yeah. Well, he wasn't photobombed. He was assaulted <laughs> by some whack job in a white pickup that pulled up to him doing a live report from the, the beach there. And he was accosted for not reporting the hurricane accurately or something like that. And then it made national news and tried to paint Mississippi in a bad light. But come to find out, it was some dude from Ohio that had gotten 
kicked out of his hotel or yeah. something like that? Yeah, exactly. The hotel ran him out for causing trouble in the hotel. But of course, the, the left-leaning media, which has this contorted perception, misconception of this state. Oh, there's those racist Mississippians because the reporter was a black person, right? And and this person that literally, as Rhino said, assaulted the reporter was a white person. Turns out they were from Ohio. I'm tired of that. And we've got to do our best, in my view, at all facets of, of Mississippi, citizens, government, etc., to dispel those myths, and I think we could do it here. Stay tuned, we got another segment left on the JT Show. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, inside glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day, and for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. 
Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk's smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. The switches are thrown. The signals are given. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Final segment of the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Man, we've had hurricanes, Afghanistan, taxes. We've talked about a lot of stuff today. School district consolidation. Karen and Ripley says, I know you're not going to like it, but it sounds to me like you are giving Mississippi the excuses to keep them on the bottom of the education ladder. So many other states get by with less superintendents that we have, and their education system is a lot better than ours. Uh, I hear you, Karen. I, I'm not opposed to, again, uh, launching a, an investigation and a task force and exploring uh, this idea of consolidating school districts. I'm not opposed to that whatsoever. Uh, I just wanted to point out that it is extremely dicey, and to expect that in doing so, uh, you're going to just have money fall out of the sky is... It just my business sensibilities say that just never happens. In fact, typically when you look at pro formas like that, my rule of thumb is cut the revenue projected by 20 cent, 20% and increase the expenses by 20 to 30%. That's usually what happens in reality. So I'm all for that, uh, absolutely. I don't think money is the root cause of... Our, um, it's really more of a just a big gap in the quality of education, just based on the way we score school districts. And I'm not saying that the way we score them is necessarily uh, the absolute only approach to gospel, that that couldn't use some improvement as well. 
but we've got F districts, we've got A districts, and everything in between. How do they differ? It would make sense to me for the F districts to look at the A districts and figure out what they're doing to be A's. What, emulate that. It's, uh, it's, it's like if, if you wanted to figure out, for example, how to make a marriage last, you'd want to look at someone in a couple who's been married a long time. What did they do? What's their secret? You wouldn't look at Elizabeth Taylor or Johnny Carson, who each were married like a dozen times or something. That, that's not the model you want to emulate. So maybe this bears some understanding of what, what makes them different. I, I do know, I know this for a fact, that there are some districts that do score very low in terms of uh, the quality of education that have more overhead than districts that score high. That's a problem. Somebody needs to look at that. I'll say that right now, and I know my legislative friends are listening. What's the deal? We should publish an analysis of every district, and we should know their out-of-classroom spending by district. And right next to that should be their district grade. And we should understand that. We could even do a scoring that... that um, a regression analysis on that. We could also do a scoring that gives weights to their grade relative to their the dollars spent and understand what the return is per dollar spent in that respect from a grade perspective. There's all kinds of creative things you could do. I'm not in charge. I don't uh, I don't get paid to do this, but I've done this in in my private sector life quite a bit. We call them KPIs, key performance indicators and you know, I sat in my office every day with three big screens full of KPIs and dashboards that were continuously updated. That's, that was the information I used to make business decisions. But you've got to look underneath the covers as well and understand that. I think our primary issues are more cultural in nature. I think if you dig down into it, it's, we've talked about it before, it's, it's um, single parents. It's just proven. It's fact that uh, the children that come out of those homes generally have a harder time. Fact, uh, statistically, it's fact. Have a harder time in school and becoming productive adults. Well, how do we address that problem? Teenage pregnancies. That's a problem. So these are the root causes that people don't want to really dig into because they're difficult challenges to overcome and they are not fixed with money. I'm simply trying to get us to a point where we do something, and this is what I'm advocating for, transformational from an economic and tax policy perspective. And like the Speaker, I'm fully on board, and, and Representative White, Speaker Pro Tem, who was here today, and I know many on the Senate side are as well. I'm open to looking at all possibilities along those lines. We've got to do something. I'm tired of being 50th. I'm tired of having the lowest per capita income. I'm tired of having the lowest household income. I love my state, and I love living here. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. I just want to make it better. Better for my children and their children and future generations, and I hope folks are on board with that. That's pretty much it um, on the soapbox today as we exit the show. But have no fear. Rhino and I will be with you tomorrow right here in the studio. Then on Thursday, I'm traveling up to Mossy Oak in West Point. Looking forward to that. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Stay safe, and God bless everyone.
Super Talk Mississippi media production.